0: Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives.
3: On the Bechdel cast, the questions asked if movies have women in them. Are all their discussions just boyfriends and husbands, or do they have individualism? The patriarchy's effing vast. Start changing it with the Bechdel cast.
4: Hello, and welcome to the Bechdel cast. I'm Caitlin. I'm Jamie. And we're here to talk about movies specifically. About what? Women. Oh and yeah, the portrayal of women. The portrayal of
3: women. What are they like? What do they look like? Do they get? Oh, here's the test. Are there two women in the movie who are speaking to each other about something other than a man? Do they have names? We want to know.
4: Ideally, they do. Ideally, yes. And that, my friends, is the Bechtel test created by Allison Bechtel, <laughs> Joey Bechtel. <laughs> Bobby Bechtel second, Mr. Bobby Bechtel. Yeah, so that's what this podcast is about. And we're going to talk about a movie, as we do every single time. We are so excited for this episode. Yeah, we I are. am so excited. I'm pretty for this excited. Episode. Um,. <laughs> Let's just uh, jump right in and introduce our guest.
3: She's the best. She's so funny. She is a best-selling author and she co-runs Devastator Press out of Los Angeles. It's Amanda
5: Meadow. <laughs> oh, <she's-> <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that was a great intro thank I you. Gave you no information about me but
3: like <laughs> i know you. i've been that's, to your home you you know what that's right you have a lovely home by the way oh thank you amanda fun fact about amanda she's got a charlie brown poster in her bathroom
5: yes it's and true. it's from the movie everyone forgets about i had never heard yeah. of it i had to look it up yeah. after oh, my it gosh, your house. charlie brown they go to france They stay in the countryside. There's grape stuff. A house is on fire. Whose idea was that? They're on a plane.
3: It's great. Is the French tourism board responsible for that? Absolutely. Let's bring (laughs) beloved American characters, you know, just to France, just to like make it uh, appealing to to the younger set. My dad has a weird amount of spite for France. Oh, really? He calls everything that he thinks rich people do French. One time he called me and he was like, where are you? And I was like, I'm in a Starbucks. And he was like, what are you, French?
4: (laughs) Wait, was he one of those people who, like, like instead of calling them French fries, he'd call them Freedom Fries? No, I think he just,
3: like, decided that French was a synonym for bougie. Mm. Which, do, which, yeah. do, which makes sense I mean, if you view French people as, like, bread-carrying cartoon characters.
4: Right, right. I had a, an idea for a sketch that I wanted to perform once where it would just be, like, a quick blackout sketch. But it would be Jack from Titanic... And I'm hooked. Rose or <laughs> some woman and the woman would say, Jack, I want you to draw me like one of your French girls, and she takes off her robe and it's just like her with like a beret and like a striped shirt with like a little red
1: handkerchief uh, <laughs> and then
4: like smoking a cigarette and holding a baguette. <laughs> Ooh, great. I love it. I'm in.
5: Gimme. Can it so. also be the Kathy Bates character?
3: Ooh, yeah, Molly. Gimme yeah. Molly. Yeah. The unsinkable Molly Brown. Yeah. She is like so very unsinkable hey what movie are we talking about today i don't know why i said that in that <laughs>
4: unsinkable. way we're talking about well <laughs> oh, oh, this man. be a fun could one can we just yeah. talk about titanic again no we're yes. not we're <laughs> yeah. talking oh man oh if i know that that's what
3: we always want to do
4: hey this is the same era though true same year yeah 97 oh, yeah. because the movie we're talking about is spice world
3: that's a Yas Queen.
4: Yeah. <laughs> this is kind of a Yas Queen kind of movie. Oh, it yeah. super is.
3: Excuse my shouting. <laughs> <laughs> I have a Mike's Heart lemonade. This
5: oh, it's a Mike's Harder, harder. lemonade. I'm, it has a lightning bolt over the ER. We, yeah. It's, it's wild. It's serious.
3: If you want to get
5: crazy... You're going to want to
3: fuck with this lemonade.
4: Does that mean it's like a higher alcohol content than a regular
5: Mike's Hard? Yeah, it's 8%. It's actually kind of ridiculous. Yeah. It says warning next to it, too. It says warning contains alcohol. Yeah, I'm not ready. Just in case. I'm not ready.
4: Well, because it looks like a can of, like... Juice, which is essentially what it is, just like riddled with alcohol also.
3: It's yeah. When you juice. smell it,
5: it's it smells like the love spell body spray from Victoria's. Secret. Oh, I remember just that. It's like candy, sticky it, sweet.
3: Yeah, it's like it's it's I wouldn't say it's good, but I would say that I have it a lot. <laughs> <It's> extremely drinkable. <laughs> that it is peak drinkable,
5: consumable. Love it. Yeah. Love hitting it. and all the bliss points. Give That's me my some bliss. snack food lingo. Really? Yeah, it's some inside snack food business lingo. In case you didn't do, you know, know someone in the biz? No, I just read <laughs> an excerpt from that book about uh, bliss points, <laughs> about like how oh. like uh, Frito Lay like designs tastes to be like peak salt, peak sugar. That sounds really good. Yeah,
3: I bet a- the Mike's harder people develop their product using sheer intuition. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we know. Like, but how does it feel? I bet you they know? Know. <laughs> How does a Mike's Hard Lemonade feel? They ask a bunch
5: of 12-year-olds. Yeah,
3: have this, kids. How does it feel? <laughs> I want to be a part of a Mike's Hard Focus Group. Oh, my God. What would it be like? There's, there's a bad sketch that I could write. Yeah. Mike's Hard Focus Group. <laughs> I... It's a little bit harder than your regular focus group. <laughs> i'd buy it this is hitting my sketches real fast i'll
5: let's... pay you a bunch of money you want sketch. you want to buy my sketch yeah <laughs> let's do it let's go back in time Sketch it to funnier dying 2009 yeah we got this. i'd be like give me a give me
3: a b celeb any b celeb be in my sketch uh that is bad whoa sick roast jamie so we're talking
4: about spice world and oh yeah we haven't said that well, yeah, we did, but we, then we immediately got off topic. Really.
5: <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I prepared for such an eventuality. I brought us all uh, physical totems to remind us that we are talking about it's Spice like World. Yeah. So uh, I, I actually, real, really, no lie, bought these two, two and a half years ago at a 99 cent store. I have these three inch mini figurines of four of the Spice Girls. <laughs> Let's see. We've got so- Baby here. We got Sporty. We've got your posh, she's in some kind of bikini, doesn't look that posh, and uh, Scary Spice, who's in some kind of cow-themed getup. Um, She loves those animal prints. Yeah, she loves her animal prints. That's what makes her scary. Not that she's black.
4: Yeah. How do we
5: feel <laughs> about her? The hair
3: one? I mean, <laughs> are we
5: addressing what's problematic in this movie or what's
3: problematic about the Spice Girls as an entity? I, I think mean, as an entity. Because, yeah. like, the movie is
5: actually not that offensive. It's just be- kind of bad. Yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
5: so tell us about, like, when, when did you first see this? What's your history with this movie? Uh, let's see. So I, like, I immediately loved the Spice Girls. I was the right age. I think I was, like, in fifth grade when Wannabe came out. And yeah, it was just like me and the, the girls at school just figuring out which Spice Girl we going to be. It was pretty obvious for me, but I got to sit and watch everyone else argue about whether they were baby or posh. So that was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and I loved the first album. Um, I never got to see them live, but I did see Spice World in theaters and I hadn't seen it since uh, last night <laughs> And today I watched a bunch of clips in random order
3: <laughs> which is kind it, of like watching the movie anyway. Yeah, anyways. Right.
5: yeah <laughs> I think disjointed. it was probably closer to real order than I think. <laughs> um, but uh <laughs> yeah, it's just a crazy madcap like monkeys style adventure and and uh you know, it did seem kind of feminist when I was a kid. Now it's like it almost feels like it was before its time because it was like kind of ironically feminist Um, I feel like they weren't trying but it somehow ended up
4: still it was
3: like weird corporate feminism it's a very
5: like neoliberal like capitalist yeah Girl power, right? One, yeah. They like say Wonderbra like eighteen Bra. times. Yeah.
4: It's they were getting money from
3: Wonder so Bra. much
4: Wonderbra.
5: They were bank.
3: like mm,
4: girl power because this is something we can put on a iridescent sticker that little girls will buy. I had so
3: many shirts yep. that said girl power when I was little, and they were all pink. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
4: All...
5: Yeah. yeah. Like I, I, there was the the little like crop top with the with the shoulder like the cap sleeve mm-hmm. that said boys lie, <laughs> <laughs> and there was like an iridescent print like there was this girl who wore it like every other day at school i was like oh she's like a spice girl (laughs) let's swap like graphic tease stories i had my
3: fifth grade school picture um i have braces and i used to love getting cornrows which is like weird and (laughs) i used to love
5: getting cornrows i was uh i you know whatever did you do the butterfly clips
3: I did the butterfly clips, okay. and in this particular, I think that like is a
5: specific genre of cornrow that I'm okay with.
3: Right? I mean, it was it still looked a little bit off, but <laughs> I mean, it's I Massachusetts. Was, I was wearing a yeah. It was it was uh, it was a very poor neighborhood, in Massachusetts. We all had cornrows. It was a different time, anyways. <laughs> Uh, I'm wearing a t-shirt that says Too Young for Ashton. <laughs> That's
5: Oh, I remember
3: those shirts. Yeah. You can get them at Macy's and my aunt got it for me. I didn't need to Too Young for Ashton is an
5: like Ashton Kutcher? Yeah. Yeah. Cause like cuz he, he was on that 70 show. He was on First Name Basis like Fame in the early aughts. Like Where's my car. For Ashton
4: 70 show.
5: <laughs> yeah, I remember and that. It was... I was a little too old for him at that point. But... Yeah. And it
4: said Too Young
5: yeah, for Ashton. Ashton.
4: As if to say,
5: "Listen, Ashton."
4: I recognize I'm too young.
3: Yeah, it was actually a very progressive shirt, (laughs) (laughs) or a warning to Ashton: should he be (laughs)
5: stay away, Ashton? He's like, "Hey,
3: what a cute little... (gasps) Oh no,
5: (laughs) 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 she's too young." (laughs) hey baby i like those knee socks yeah read my shirt i'm too young for you i'm too young for you but i think you're very handsome oh my god
4: Should I, should I do the recap of the story? I don't know. Uh, yeah, let's do it. I mean, oh, well, how do you even uh, recap a movie without a plot? I
3: don't right. know. It is hard um, to say. Yeah. It's a series uh, of
5: skits. Essentially. I'm winded. It's not even sketches, skits. Yeah. It's yeah. not
4: sophisticated enough to have a sketch in it. We it's cannot all... apply the
5: term sketch. It is skit.
4: Yeah.
3: Skit it's, it's it's all the way. A
5: decidedly a skit movie.
4: The story focuses on the Spice Girls. They all play themselves. They're already, like, famous in the movie. They have, like, I guess a manager named Clifford. I'm not entirely sure what his job is. And then he has, like, a another person who helps named Deborah. They're kind of, like, keeping the girls on track because they're about to do a live show in a few Day. days or some amount of time. Minutes? <laughs> it might be, minute. be The concept not. of time is very
3: confusing <laughs> in this movie. Uh,
4: meanwhile, there is this guy who runs a tabloid magazine. And he's like, I hate these Spice Girls. People like them too much. I want different headlines. So he hires this, like. He's so sweaty in every scene. <laughs> oh, he's like.
3: Yeah i made them i can destroy them <laughs> and he just covered in flop sweat i was like what is he so stressed he's it's like almost like a J jonah jameson like all i think about is spider-man where he's right. like all i think about is the spice girls he's <laughs> no. like a strung out J jonah jameson <laughs> right. yeah just like with way lower stakes yeah <laughs>
4: <laughs> right so yeah, he hires a guy like a photographer to like kind of go undercover and like try to dig up some dirt on the Spice Girl so that he can start running different headlines. He got the for toe- his he tabloid.
3: Got the, he got the fogey toe sucking picture. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: Meanwhile, there are these two other, like, Hollywood guys who want to make a movie about the Spice Girls, so they, like, keep pitching stories to Clifford. They're
3: American. Ew.
4: So those are, like, some of the subplots. I guess the main plot is just the Spice Girls preparing for this concert like they go to dance camp or something and they have a friend named uh nicola they have a pregnant friend. and they're like trying to support her and her pregnancy and it's just about them having a friendship and being in a girl band together
3: It's such a confusing
4: movie.
3: It's like every part of it. I'm like, do they hate mothers? Do they like mothers? Right. Because they're like, we're so happy for you or whatever. And then they're like, if we were mothers, we'd be fat and boring. And then you see that long, admittedly great skit about uh, babies. Like, how many babies do I have again?
4: Right. This movie is... There's, like, all these, like, dream sequence slash weird flash-forward type things sprinkled throughout. And then at the end, it's revealed it's been a movie the whole time. (laughs) Yeah. This movie is so meta
5: <laughs> yeah it's crazy it has it's this, a thinker <laughs> it's yeah a real thinker. there's like this it's a mad 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 world feeling where there's like all of these different camps and people <laughs> going after the spice girls but they don't give you enough time to understand what their like angles are necessarily right there's also the two screenwriters who are like trying to like pitch Pitching. a movie right, right, right. Pitching. and then there's like alan cummings in it oh, which right. i forgot about oh my god so and how weird. like Can i forget about alan Cummings? Them? Yeah, he's trying he to make a. He's
4: so trying weird. to make a documentary about them. First of all, let me say. Why are Lory. there so many antagonists
5: in this movie?
4: <laughs> but like, none of them are even like all that bad. They're just like comically. Things end absurd. fine. Things yeah. end fine. Yeah, they yeah. do the concert. Everyone loves them. First of all, let me say, 100. percent I would totally have sex with Alan Cumming. Oh my god. He's such a. That's babe. a hard note for me. <laughs> I yeah I'm super. I'm not in. surprised. We do not have the same taste in men.
3: We I, that's like the best part of like a solid friendship is like there's never going to be a clash. I'm gonna, I'm going to take Alfred Molina every time. You're going to take <laughs> Alan Cumming
5: every time, oh, and man. we'll all go home happy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Low key, I'll still take Alfred Molina uh-huh. and right? Paul Giamatti. Um, Paul G- ooh, but like well, Alan Cumming is out. like my high end like queer. He knows a lot. I can learn a few things. <laughs>
3: kind of love affair. I don't like to be taught.
5: I'm like I'm gonna show
3: you how it's done I'm Blanche Devereaux
5: (laughs) oh gee whiz
3: (laughs) Um, that's our Jamie I'm a real Blanche I wish I was a real Blanche I'm more of a Dorothy I think
5: yeah, me too. <laughs>
4: but I want to be a Sophia. She's so funny. I'm not familiar enough with the show, so I'm just going to call myself. <sighs> I'm, like, really a Raphael from the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> um, you're there was-
3: you're a crude dude with an attitude. Right. <laughs> There's actually a Spice Girls Ninja Turtles connection. I read the... Because I vaguely remembered that Roger Ebert particularly really, really, really hated this movie. And like wrote a really fun bad review of it oh please where he says the spice girls are i'm paraphrasing but like they're as easy to distinguish as the ninja turtles but it doesn't matter because none of them have any personality like they look very different but they're all the same person i was like interesting parallel what a thinker
4: would disagree i would too but i just thought
3: it was interesting that he felt so like really revisited this movie a number of times in specials in books like he for someone who disliked this movie he really put some hours into really thinking about it yeah
5: because it's a really interesting failure like there's a lot to dissect it's like a time capsule like at what (laughs) other
3: point in time would this be
5: allowed right right yeah just 1997 pretty much (laughs) I like remember this movie, exact
3: day. Yeah, yeah.
5: Like, this movie was super popular when it came out, but
4: it like not that it hasn't aged well because I just watched it and I enjoyed it. Not because it's a good movie; mm-hmm. mostly, it's just it has great jokes. This is a very funny movie. I totally forgot. I was there are a lot movie, of funny moments. Yeah. Uh, I was telling Jamie before we started recording that like I probably saw this movie for the first time. I might have been around when it came out. If not, maybe a few years later. But I was still, you know, young, uh, you know, early teenager kind of thing. And I totally dismissed it as a movie that, like, I probably only half paid attention to it. I was like, oh, I don't want to I don't I don't really care about the Spice Girls. I was more into Backstreet Boys. I was your fave. Brian? Me too. He had a heart condition. Which did one he? Is Brian. Again?
3: He did. He was the hot one. No, Nick Carter was the hot one, <laughs> no. but Brian was the one who brought a certain something to the table.
4: <laughs> Brian had a really nice jawline, and that was what I
3: liked about him. He was Kevin's cousin. Kevin oh. was the old one that oh, Mom liked. Brian was
5: the more square-faced dude with like the ash brown hair, yeah. right? That's yeah. like always just like a regular dude he with was spiky a hair. Shorter. Yeah. 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 And okay, I remember Ke- now. My mom
3: had a big crush on Kevin even the time Ooh. that he wore the kilt. I know Kevin was <laughs> gross.
5: Oh, Kevin Oh, gross! And then Howie
3: was the worst of all. He sang oh, that song yeah. "Spanish Eyes." Oh, was like,
5: Howie! Ugh. howie's super gross. But AJ, AJ, with the vanity came. God, and he was
3: troubled. He went to rehab. Oh no! But he was
5: like open about it. I saw trying to grow.
3: I've told Caitlin this story before. Pretty sure, but I saw. My first Backstreet, my first and last Backstreet Boys concert, the night before nine eleven. Oh <laughs> and, my god! All right, and your mom, September tenth, two thousand and one. It was a simpler time because she
4: wanted to see who was it. Cisco. Cisco.
3: Cisco opened. Wow. And she, I missed part of the concert because she wanted to get in line and meet Cisco.
4: Because oh, <laughs> she
3: thought he was a babe, and then, and then. Nick That's Car- amazing, and then I had a sign that was like, "I love you, Brian."
4: Anyways, anyway, uh, so yeah, I saw this <laughs> movie, AJ. and it, it, not long after it came out, and then I like dismissed it as something I was like, "I w- why would I want to watch this? This this is a dumb girl movie. I want to watch Indiana Jones instead." And like,
5: yeah, I, just, I went through cool girl syndrome too. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
4: I'm still there, but then yeah. it's for I, babies. It's, <laughs> it's for babies. But I so I rewatched it for this episode, and then I was like, "Holy crap!" It it, it it was kind of like how I experienced Clueless, like the first time I was like, oh, you know, it's just it's just dumb Beverly Hills Girls, and then and then I forgot that it was like riddled with jokes. There's so mm-hmm. much comedy in it in Clueless and in Spice World.
3: I saw this movie a little bit. I probably saw it like more early 2000 because I was I was too young for it when it came out, and so I became more acquainted with the Spice Girls kind of after they had already sort of gone away. I came in around S Club Seven. Oh, that's wow! That's more my sweet spot. Is S Club? There ain't no party like an S Club party. <laughs> um, that's about where I was at. But I, I, I have seen this movie a ton of times, and for some reason, I remember being so scandalized by it at the time and thinking like, "Oh my! Like I shouldn't be watching this. Like their skirts are so short, and they say bra." <laughs> like, it's so but cheeky. I loved this movie and I still and now like watch I hadn't seen it in at least 10 years and mm-hmm. it's so much it's even more f- fun to watch now it's so good
4: yeah it is a fun <laughs> movie to watch again I mean if you're like a budding screenwriter don't take any hints or cues from it on how to write a screenplay because yeah, no. it doesn't do a good job with that in terms of like story structure but as far as just like lovable characters and funny jokes it's an enjoyable movie to watch, and kind of a British
3: tradition too. Of like, there were the Beatles movies in the, the um, in the sixties, and then the were the monkeys they
5: were like they were like making fun of the Beatles. So right, like, right, right. Yeah, and then like there's, there's that like kind of Benny Hill quality too. There's just like this whole like tradition of like British camp.
3: Yeah, it, yeah. and it doesn't take it so seriously. Like literally, my one of my favorite parts about the movie is the tagline, which is. They don't just
5: sing. That's like <laughs> there the tagline. Bad taglines for another, the movie. Yeah, there's another one that's like. So you want a revolution? Do you? <laughs> it's, like, and it's like how does revo- that- <laughs> what a revolution? Not- like, <laughs> what happens? <laughs> <That's right. laughs> a bus blows mm-hmm. up at the end. I wonder. <laughs> is that what you mean?
3: I wonder. Like I, I do wonder. Like, would this movie be incredibly not just confusing, but like not fun to watch for someone who had not even been sort of alive in 1997. Like I count myself as sort of being alive in 1997 (laughs) in that I existed but I didn't know what things were.
5: I feel like this is a good window like timing wise like there's a really good double Dutch opening for like 1997 nostalgia. So, like, mm. if you just go down a Tumblr hole long enough, you'll, like, yes. you'll piece it together from the banana clips to the glitter and then the platform shoes, and then you'll eventually make it to the Spice Girls. You'll get there. And then you'll, <laughs> you'll... Figu- and then you'll figure out what was going on, and then you'll watch Spice World, and you'll, like, really appreciate it. But mm. it won't be the same. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. it, it is, like, peak very
3: specific time and place Mm -hmm. Um, but that's why it's so great. I don't know. That's why it's fun. 90s yes. kids will remember. Yeah.
4: <laughs> I mean, I was 11 when the movie came out. I was like, yeah. it's the peak demographic for the Spice yeah, Girls perfect. and this movie. Yep. Even so, I was like, too busy. I'm like, Back to the Future's my favorite movie. <laughs> it still is. I was about is. to say, that was yeah. you also yesterday. <laughs> <Right. Yeah. laughs> it's still a great movie. I exactly. have not grown much as a person.
3: Um... <laughs> But, I have a series of unfortunate events tattoo, and <laughs> I love it. So No regrets. No um, need to grow.
4: As far as the characters, we already kind of went through them, but we've got Baby and Sporty and Ginger and Posh and Scary Spice. I was going to ask, how do we feel about the one Spice Girl of color being named Scary? I mean we don't feel good about oh, it. Oh yeah, right? it's very <laughs> on the
5: nose. <laughs> it's like because it wasn't it a tabloid that named them, those names, it wasn't an official thing. It was really? like they came out and then like I think maybe it was the Daily Mail or some shit that was like reviewing them and called them like blank spice blank spice. So, yeah, like that was that was like the media's immediate take on the <sighs> format of the Spice Girls and so it was just like She's scary. She's just scary. And that stuck. Yeah. Oh, my
4: God. Yeah. So they're basically like, oh, this one has red hair, so she's ginger. Right.
5: This one... Acts like a baby. So so she's she's baby. baby.
3: Which is like, that's true.
5: Yeah, it's like, (laughs) some of them it's pretty easy to pinpoint. (laughs) There's (laughs) not a scene... In this
3: movie, where Baby Spice is not actively licking a lollipop through any bit of
5: dialogue, she's real gross it's at times. Disgusting. <laughs> and like even her, like her gift, like they all kind of borrow things. Like the Baby Spice is just so obviously like a Harajuku girl. Like yeah. it, she steals so much from Japanese culture. She to be cute.
4: <laughs> in
3: that scene where they're like. You know, you're going to say hello to the whole world, and she immediately is like, "I'm going to take Japan." Like, right? She is, says, "Yeah, like, they're
5: very Kanijuwa.
3: honest and about it." they are just like, "Oh, come on, baby."
4: <laughs> I like how they are asked, "Oh, how many countries are you, is it going to reach?" And they're like, millions, maybe more." <laughs> yeah, and then <laughs> so- aliens come back. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> the alien scene.
5: The alien right. seeds,
4: crazy.
5: The alien scene Let's is start crazy.
4: with that. <laughs> that's a pretty good representation of what this movie is.
3: The yeah. summary of this movie is the, the Spice Girls are
4: very famous.
3: <laughs> that's so famous, literally
5: all that happens. That the in this same movie. ship from Independence Day <laughs> comes down with the, like millions of lights. But like, wait, like Mars attack style aliens right. come very out. very campy. Oh my they're god, very wet aliens. Yeah. They're yeah. wet. They one, one of them. They're covered in goop. Yeah, their hands are just knuckles. <laughs> yeah, it's like a it's three nothing. knuckle cluster. One of them, uh, knuckle cluster. It's <laughs> the worst thing I've it's ever a heard. It's an outrageous <laughs> bar
4: <laughs> of a hand. One of them grabs uh, Scary Spice's breast and sexually assaults her.
5: Yeah, and then the other alien's like, I told you to shake her hand. He was like, I thought that was her hand. Like, oh boy! I love you could have you done a little likes- bit more research. Can you
3: only punch if your hand is only knuckles? <laughs> <Right>.
5: <laughs> you may have <laughs> gently
3: punched. <her>.
5: Yeah, <laughs> and then like later they ask Ginger for a kiss, so it's like, okay, well if you ask, if you know what a kiss is, then you should know what a hand is. So you just wanted to legit go for Melbourne. Yeah, they just to to Yeah, her, that was the extent of it. Yeah.
4: Um, I love that the Spice Girls can speak the language that they're speaking. Yes. Or at least understand it.
5: Yeah, and there's like, oh, does that have three Ks? I think it's right. Forty spice sets. It's perfect. It's full, full Ks. <laughs> the Spice
3: Girls are totally—they just conform to whatever is needed for the skit they are appearing in. Yes, which is like, oh, there's aliens. Well, they speak
5: alien, and like, they're so willing to uh, like absorb anything into Spice Canon, which <laughs> just, is like so great. And that's like kind of the core idea
3: of a a pop group too. Is like right. you know like it's a shape shifting
5: parasite. Creature. Like you like this, we're this. <laughs> like right.
3: I mean, I guess the, as close to like a modern day equivalent would be like Katy Perry of like. Yeah, what is, she's whatever. Katy Perry doesn't have a personality. She's doing whatever the fuck you are supposed to be doing. At, she's a human on a day. green
5: screen. <laughs>
3: yeah, where it's like, oh, we like aliens right now. Et, let's do it. We're we're I'll, I'll fucking alien.
5: The eighties are back. I'll wear back. green lipstick while I
3: do it. Right, like the eighties are back. We're doing TGIF. Like she yep. does not. She's like, you want me to shoot cream out of my titties? I'll do it. What do you want? And that's how girl groups and and guy groups to an extent. Worked, yeah, it's true. And still work. <sighs> they're just, they're just, they're just avatars, and we're just projecting ourselves onto them. I'm kidding. That's really deep. Thank you so much. I'm <laughs> doing a real deep dive on Spice. <laughs> um,
4: well, let me just continue on with that because I have a few scenes I want to discuss. Oh, oh please, yes. the scene when they're in Milan and the backup dancers come in. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and everyone's like, "Oh, what's what's this?" Because they're like. These chiseled, muscly guys with like only like shiny underwear on or like tidy whiteys or something. Objectification. Right. <laughs> but like, it's fine. We're, we'll allow <laughs> it. And everyone's like, we don't want them. This, this is not what we wanted. And then you see a few of the girls talking to like a different one of these guys. And these scenes are so funny because. Scary, like, looks at the one guy, they're, like, talking about their junk, and they're like, what do you think this is real? And she's like, no, I think it's just a rolled up pair of socks. (laughs) Uh, And she's, like, making fun of his muscles, and then... Baby is talking to a different one, and she's explaining to him why there's not enough room in her bed for him because of all her stuffed animals and dolls. Oh my god! Great. And then Sporty, I think, is talking to a different one, and I, I think they're talking about Milan's soccer team and how they suck. Great. <laughs> uh, which is <laughs> very all British. Right. Of like, <laughs> who gives a fuck? But, like, <laughs> It could have been, like, these girls, like, ogling over these hot men. And they were just like, ooh, you guys are dumb. Get out of here. We don't want you here.
5: Yeah. Which yeah, is enjoy kind of what that. this
4: movie's all about. It's like, there's no love interest. It's just them, a celebration of their friendship. And they're like, girl power.
3: Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, usually I'm the one to be, like, in defense of the movie. But there are so many male antagonists in <laughs> And they're all ineffectual, like, limp-dicked idiots. True. And it's very clearly portrayed. But also the Spice Girls are portrayed as almost everyone in this movie is made out to be, like, a complete pretty idiot. stupid. Yeah. Right. Um, which is an interesting choice, creatively. <laughs> yeah, just, it's a like, stupid world where everyone's in stupid. In Spice World, everyone's fucking dumb. <laughs> but... But still, their lives are almost completely dictated by the decision. Or, like, there are men trying to actively manipulate them. All 45 of the villains in this movie are stalking them and, like, throwing obstacles in their way. Right. Making demands of them. Right. And it's like, (laughs) this is not satire but you know you could see where people would be like hey maybe like maybe there was one person who did a draft of this movie that very likely went through four thousand drafts absolutely <laughs> and, like a this is a sixth, franken
5: script for a sure.
3: sixth of the world contributed to this <laughs> script <laughs> it was based
4: on an idea by the spice girls though no what if we went on tour
3: (laughs) and we're very famous
4: (laughs) and they're like we've got
3: it girls (laughs) just give us like six years Um, (laughs) but there's just like there's all these men trying to manipulate them and arguably it kind of works but also it kind of doesn't because like really nothing changes from the beginning to the end of the movie. They start pre-famous, they end even more famous. That's true. Yeah.
5: What does... Right, they don't, like, demolish the system that created this problem where they're surrounded by horrible dudes. No. Right. This is
4: not an important movie, we'll say. No. (laughs) I'm going to go out on a limb here and say, this movie didn't change the world. Yeah. (laughs) It it was like, what? uh, (laughs) I know. I know
5: it's a very profound... (laughs) It was oh like <laughs> at times really well observed. There were lots of like really funny parodic elements where you're like, "Oh yeah, that's true," but there's nothing on top of that. There's no like right. counterpoint. There's no razor to it. I mean, there's no <laughs> there's no really anything
3: that happened. Like you could watch <laughs> any five minutes of this movie. And Have not- no
4: idea where it takes place in the story, right? Structurally,
3: because nothing
4: happens. Like right. nothing happens,
3: but it's beautiful.
4: And <laughs> the, the few times that like feminism is mentioned, it's almost as a joke yes, or as like right. N- nothing, you know. No one's like. There's no like feminist agenda to this movie, but it really didn't has.
3: seem like a joke when. You're the appropriate
5: age to be watching it. Like that's the Exactly. Thing. Like when it, they, it doesn't feel that way when you're like 12. Yeah,
3: yeah, when it's like because that's like when they say it, it's totally empty and almost poking fun at like you know whatever using feminism
5: as a selling point, um, right. as as just a veneer. But yeah, they don't really demolish that in any way. They no, just they use, use it and point it. at it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: Where they're and but if you're 11 and you're like girl power, you're like yeah, I should be like.
5: These girls who are actively selling me Wonder right. Bras. Right. <laughs> like, Girl power to use my credit card at Nordstrom's. Yay. Yeah, it's just, I do love
3: this humor that I wear pot. I think it's pot. She's like, is this dress too short? Or should I have this dress or this dress the or little this Gucci dress. dress? Yeah. The right. Gucci
4: dress. Yeah. Or oh,
3: the little Gucci dress. And then baby <laughs> says, I think you should have the little Gucci dress. And then they're like, yay,
4: baby. (laughs) (laughs) Like, You fucking idiot. (laughs) Oh, man, that seems so funny, though. That's when they're talking about the horoscopes. And she's like, you're an Aquarius, so you don't believe in anything. She's like, well, I don't believe that either. (laughs) Right. (laughs) What you say about Capricorns. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, great. But the two times there's one scene where... Remember in like, the photo shoot when they're dressing up as each other?
5: That was really fun. I, yeah, I was just thinking about that. Yeah. I think
4: it's... Is it Mel B who dresses up as Ginger Spice? And she's like, a good power of feminism, whatever. Because I guess... Jerry uh, slash Ginger, yeah, was she like quite outspoken about yeah. feminism? And I, I don't remember that about her. She was her. the most outspoken <sighs> about it, but Inferial. it was still right, right, right. it was still very surface level. She's usually
3: totally. the one that says girl "Go power," right?
4: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, whenever the the writers who were trying to pitch movies to Clifford. They're like Spice Force Five, where <laughs> Ginger is like the um, master disguise, and so she like runs into this little phone booth and then twirls around, and then Bob Hoskins comes
5: out. It's amazing, <laughs> and then
4: he's like, "Feminism, equality between the sexes, or whatever." Uh, <laughs> so like both to- like, Bob- Bob time, like any time that like <laughs> like I said, like feminism or girl power is mentioned, it's like usually. At the butt of a joke like that, yeah, it's so. a th- yeah,
3: it's totally throwaway mm-hmm. feminism for the sake of like this is starting to be marketable, yeah. right? But not even quite marketable enough to not be endorsing bras constantly. So, <laughs> yep, <laughs> I-, I will like to draw attention to how many very British sounding names there are in this movie. Oh yeah, Peak Alan Cumming plays a character named. Piers, Cuthberts, and Smythe.
5: Oh, yeah. It's great. Also, Mark McKinney's Graydon. Graydon. <laughs> yes. And
3: Martin Bonfield. <laughs> and uh, Kevin McMaxford. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's uh it's, oh, really, it's so great. This movie
5: is so British. There, uh, there's a Barnaby. You can't, it's law. You can't have mm-hmm. a British film without a Barnaby. That's <laughs> oh, yeah, true. And then the
3: cameos, we've got Elton John, we've got Elvis Costello, we've got Meatloaf as the bus driver, I we've love got Meatloaf. Stephen Fry, we've got Hugh Laurie, back when they were still a thing. Yeah, uh, Jennifer Saunders at Peak Ab yeah. as Yeah, it says Jennifer Saunders as... Fashionable Women. <laughs> there's so many.
5: Oh. That would have been like the American Bob series Gelda. version of Abbab. It would have just been called Fashionable Women. <laughs> CBS Mondays. <laughs> well, wasn't there? There's basically a show
3: that's. Oh, yeah, there was Designing Day. Women. Designing Women, yeah. I hear that's a good show.
5: Yeah, you know what? I haven't really seen it since I was a kid. It's like kind of a haze. I just remember that's Delta Burke, right?
3: I think so. Yeah, I don't know. I just I remember watching remember she had Golden like Girls. a line of clothing
5: at Kmart, and I thought that was like peak fashion. I,
3: had, I still <laughs> actively wear a lot of... Like, I got really into the Miley Cyrus Walmart line in high school. Oh, shit. Because it was like trendy, but also affordable. <laughs> and <laughs> I still have a lot of Miley tanks. How many pieces do you have? <laughs> I have like... From the Miley collection, I would say I still rotate out three or four just basic tanks.
4: <laughs> Wait, it's like that uh, cami
3: whenever posh camis. <laughs> what happened to all the camis? Uh, where did they
4: go? We need a cami cameo. Oh no, what a horrible joke. Okay. Um, remember that scene where posh is talking to a person <laughs> who I don't know who it is and she's like, "What do you? How, how do you feel about manta rays?" And she oh, is yeah. like, oh, right. "Oh, um, I think he's great. I'm wearing it, it, manta ray shoes right now." <laughs> <laughs> Some of my other favorite jokes, because I just had to write them down, and I must share them with you now. Yes, is uh, Deborah and Clifford are in a bar, and Deborah's like, "Fame is such a fickle thing." And then she orders a drink from the bartender, and he turns around, and it's Elvis Costello. Yes. and then she goes, "Just a minute." Can you make that a double? <laughs> uh,
3: there, this great. movie is so funny. It's really funny. It was There's nominated so many... for literally every Razzie <laughs> possible. True. But How I mean don't it didn't think win. I don't think that they Yeah, what movie It didn't was, win for being
5: the worst. It I mean, didn't even good.
3: it didn't even win for being um, Ebert's least favorite. That distinction ended up going to Armageddon.
5: Oh, that's that's correct. That movie does (laughs) suck. So yeah,
3: my mom was so horny for that movie. (laughs) Yeah,
4: for
5: sure. My dad kind of low key cried. (laughs) He cried during like there's two movies where I remember as a kid, my dad cried. One is Armageddon, and the other is Adam Sandler's Big Daddy in the court the courtroom scene at the end.
3: (laughs) That is kind of a sad scene. (laughs) My mom gave me romantic advice once based off of. Adam Sandler's clique. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh, no.
3: <laughs> For real. I was going through a dark hour of the soul. I forget which one, but it was a couple of years ago. <laughs> and she was just like, maybe it's kind of like in i saw this movie recently called click she said it like i didn't know what it was (laughs) i saw this movie recently called click and there's a part at the end where he's talking to his father and like he wishes there were so many things that he had said and then he didn't and then he realized like you can't really go back you can't really just rewind i was like mom Thank you so much. She's so wise. (laughs) There's not really a remote control on your life. That's such a good point,
5: Jamie's mom. I never thought of that before. <laughs> I didn't realize. My mom had a similar epiphany with uh, uh, Queen Latifah's last holiday. Oh, she was like, "You gotta live in the now. You're so worried all the time, honey." Oh, is that the one where th- she thinks she's dying? Yeah, she gets like a
4: weird uh, cat scan or mir. Yeah, MRI and then or she something. like
5: travels the world or yeah. something. Is Steve Martin in that There's he- one? There's one there's or is that bringing no down that's the house? bringing down the house that's oh my different. god there's such a weird stretch of steve martin movies in the aughts where oh steve my martin's god. like i'll be in a movie with anybody <laughs> like, a bunch of dogs a bunch of babies who cares <laughs> anything he, as and, long as i can bring my banjo on set <laughs> <laughs> steve okay steve martin he should have been m- in this movie needs
3: to stop <laughs> playing the banjo <laughs> i'm calling him out and saying but he's steve. doing it in
5: a classy way oh
3: <laughs> i'm like so over it i saw him play the banjo on accident a couple of years ago and i was just like, like live yeah i was well i was working in radio at the time and he and they were like we have a surprise guest i'm like oh cool maybe it'll be someone that i like and and then it was like steve martin i was like i love steve martin's comedy and then they're like, but tonight he's just playing in the banjo. I was like, fuck off. Like, what are you?
5: How dare It's you? a monkey's paw scenario. They're like, hey, yeah. guys, great news. We have Steve Martin. You know that I'm really uh, good at this? Right. Watch me do something else. I'm and like, how dare like, you? And the producer's hold up, hold up. Uh, his rep says he'll only come if he does the banjo. He would only play, like, God damn it. He'll well, only, we need him. We need only him for the play with. Uh, he'll only play with.
3: I think he released an album with Paula McCartney's ex-wife. Steve Martin, you're on notice. They
5: were in the Hamptons you, and the conversation struck up.
3: And You do funny things only. You make me laugh, you little monkey. You know, don't put down the
5: banjo. But I don't want to read your old. novels. I don't want to read your novels. I did read
4: Shop Girl, though.
5: Shopgirl was good, but then he wrote that one about the art world. That's like sitting on my shelf. I'm never going to read it. I'm not going to read that book. I'm never going to read An Object of Beauty.
3: I I don't know why I'm so mad at him for doing things that aren't what I want him to do. No, you've awoken
5: something in me too. I've been really mad at him for some time. I I realized, and I hated this episode of Spice World. He uh, (laughs) talk about he had a he had a
3: really good memoir, but even that now I'm just like. Well then, do that. Like, yeah, Born Standing Up is amazing. It's a great book, but it's also like, why
4: are you? Just go, just write a joke, man. Why are you? Hey, speaking of jokes, can I share a few more of mine from Spice World? <laughs> great set. Thank you. Uh, I love the that <laughs> I like that Roger Moore. Every time you see him in a scene, he's holding a different baby animal. Oh yeah, <laughs> That's true. That's Or just great. animal in general. There's the scene where I think you see the Spice Girls like rehearsing for the concert. It's kind of early on. And someone goes, that was absolutely perfect without it actually being any good. (laughs) (laughs) It's an amazing line. I wish I had written that. That's a great like summation of the Spice
5: Girls. Like it's great great.
4: without being good at all. Clifford at one point says, oh, it's when they want to go and like play around on the boat. He's like, if they want it to be spontaneous, they need to clear it with me first. Funny, line. <laughs> funny yeah, lines, funny lines, a guys, good line. These are great, good, and the movie is full of these. It's so a fucking funny check movie. It
3: out. Don't tell me otherwise. And I'll if you, you like this, this movie, table. or
4: if you don't, I still recommend a similar movie called Josie and the Pussycats. Oh, Josie and the Pussycats is amazing. It's
3: good, yeah. Ooh, sorry for that voice.
1: Ooh, <laughs> <it's> good. <laughs> <It's> good. <laughs> ooh, ooh, sounded
3: like, I took out my cheeseburger. <laughs>
5: I think you, yeah, I think you were really talking about the cheeseburger.
4: <laughs> Let the listeners. I used to go, go overdose in
5: the bathroom. I can't.
4: <laughs> I can't do this. Jamie anymore. just pulled a half-eaten cheeseburger out of some foil <laughs> from
3: like a full two and a half hours.
4: Ago. <laughs> oh man!
3: All right, well She's while it. you're
4: choking on that, I'm gonna say a few other things okay. that I wanted to mention. <laughs> I like that none of the drama in this movie derives from issues between the band or, like, with the girls themselves. Yeah. Because, like, a very common, like, trope or just an easy direction they could have taken this in is, oh, they're not getting along. They're mad at each other. But they're never, like, they're always, like, on the same page. They're always getting along. Which hey, maybe that doesn't make for a great movie with a a central conflict. I don't know. But I just like that, because often if you have like a group of women, you see them on the screen portrayed as being... Yeah, uh,
5: they're in competition with each
4: other in some way. Competing and catty and petty toward each other. They're so
3: non-competitive to the point where it's just like, they're all the same person. Like, they're (laughs) all the same dumb person to the point where it's like, oh yeah, even though these male antagonists are... I mean, that's the only reason they exist. And that's also unfortunately true in real life, where that guy named Simon, who's not Simon Cowell, but knows Simon Cowell, that created the X Factor, uh, like, created the Spice Girls and his weird sex lab or whatever, (laughs) and... You know, and I think it is funny that, like, we are to believe in the mythology of this movie that the Spice Girls have known each other since childhood. Right. And they used to hang out in the cafe when they were waiting for a record deal. Even though they're, like, different ages. Different ages and, like, (laughs) creations of science, basically. (laughs) Like, did you know the Spice Girls literally had to go to, like, camp? To become the Spice Girls, like no. there was a pre- yeah. there was yeah. a re-education camp.
5: It was involved, like a definitely. full
3: brainwash. Like they're not, I mean, what? not that <laughs> dramatic, but they went to fucking camp to become pop Spice stars. Spice Camp, which also happens in Korea, and it's really interesting. And there's a really good show about it on Netflix that I'll tell you about. Oh yeah, it is really
5: good. It's, it's really good. Yeah. yeah, that's that was like a '90s thing that's like still happening. It's yeah, like it's a still happening pipeline. in Korea,
3: and it's they rotate them out by year. It's very weird hmm but also yeah. like what an amazing gift
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i but like i agree caitlin i i like i kind of like that they weren't in competition with each other and that there wasn't like every other muppets movie where they all have to break up and come together that part's always really sad i hate when the muppets break up and have to come back yeah. together
3: it takes forever it takes up a lot of the end of the second
5: half <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's the cheetah girls
3: too yeah, not, not the Cheetah Girls too—the one where they go to Barcelona. Yeah.
4: <laughs> the Cheetah Girls as well, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean in this movie they they don't really break up, but they all kind of like go off and separate, but not right. because they're having like an internal conflict, but because they're at the mercy of other people demanding this. Right. Schedule of them. And they're like, I don't know if I want to do that. We just want, all we want is to just be able to respect ourselves and, and hang out with our friends, especially when they're
5: about to have a baby. Yeah. Yeah. I like that they take her, they take Nicola, the pregnant friend, to the discotheque. Right. And also, I guess it's a gay bar. It's like, a, it's like there's a lot of queer. Drag, drag queens there. Yeah. yeah. And there are just like also just mesh shirts and like go-go stuff. Can we and and I bring back mesh already? I <laughs> fucking love mesh. We're ready.
3: <laughs> like, it's hard to find. Sometimes I've thought like, it would be cool to own more mesh. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Let's go to eBay. Where are we going to find it? Yeah, it's hard. Get Anyways. those like laundry bags and just cut some holes. Oh, good idea. <laughs> yeah. Or just like basketball
3: pennies. <laughs> just wear. I bought a basketball penny once to wear under overalls, <laughs> which is like maybe That's the most great. the poorest fashion choice I've ever <laughs> made. But I was like, I'm at Bonnaroo. I'm gonna get a mesh shirt and overall jorts. That is very Bonnaroo. Oh my there's God. some you know, There's some great pictures of me in front of Mushroom Fountains wearing this brilliant outfit I created <laughs> at the Walmart across the street from Bonnaroo.
5: <laughs> Please oh, yeah. kill me. I'd read the novel, The Walmart Across the Street from Bonnaroo.
3: <laughs> what is it like working there for one week out of the year?
5: Yeah. <laughs> well, Spice oh, World. Spice World. Spice World.
4: Does anyone... Have any other thoughts about the movie?
5: I still love it. That scene where they like flash back to like their early days when wannabe—they're like singing along to their own song in that mm-hmm. cafe. Mm-hmm. I like got legitimately nostalgic about it. I'm kind of misting about it right now, mm-hmm. and the, I was like, "Oh shit, yeah, I do have a connection to this movie. It's not just like a weird memory I have." What was I going to say about Spice Girls? Oh yeah, they're a product of men. Yes but
3: they pretend to be empowered and they sort of are, but are they just too stupid? Like we yeah, don't... They're
5: a bunch of real science no. creations. They, they do w- yeah. feel like lab
3: experiments. Maybe
4: women in STEM created them. <gasps> Who knows? That would be really no, cool. No, but that guy
3: Simon created them. <laughs> Yeah, I guess it's. I mean, it's uh, this movie is so much fucking fun and could not have existed in uh, like this other than this span of ten days in 1997. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Would it have made sense? I love. That when the bus makes the jump and it clearly just switches to like a miniature toy set of a bus jumping from like it's so... I I
5: love those things. I still geek out over like the practical effect gag. Yeah.
3: It's like and it's like surprisingly a a self-aware movie totally
5: it is yeah it, is. it realizes there's a problem but they have no intention to fix it so here's some goofs right right <laughs> and and then then here's, here's like, like an hour lot and a lot half of Spice Girls songs like here's a lot of like Spice Girls b-side songs oh, and also I wanted to say that that
3: there's such a 70s vibe to this whole movie especially yes. in like the opening segment where it's like you know but uh, and I guess the reason that is or like part of the reason that was sort of amped up in post production was because this is the same year that Austin Powers came out. That's right. Yeah. So the 70s were were hot. And so 1987 was a mess. It was like the 70s crazy. should never be in fashion. <laughs> it was a gross decade. I thought that- I was there. Yeah. <laughs> I should know.
4: First of all, I just want to apologize to our listeners for our bad attempts at British accents. Number one. Sorry. Number two. Sorry. <laughs> Number two. I want to shout out my good friend, British Martha, who I call British Martha to Ooh. her face. Sorry, Marsha. Martha Whatley. Remember? Martha. Martha Whatley, we're so sorry.
3: So, so
5: sorry. So sorry. <laughs> And three. I think we're good. <laughs> Sorry, bruv. <laughs> yeah. I would do like an EastEnders accent. Yeah, you took more like of a, a street accent. Yeah. yeah, Sporty Spice. She has like a, a little yeah. oval. Oh, oh, oh. Speaking of British,
3: Caitlin Durante, went mm. at a bar, will order a drink as if she were Oliver Twist. <laughs> the other night, we were at a bar together, and Caitlin said, Excuse me, could I trouble you? For a glass of wine. And and the bar, the bartender, or maybe it was water. Water, could I trouble you for some water? <laughs> it was, <laughs> it was, Please, sir, may I have some water? Like she was the asking water. for gruel. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah, I, I like always do the same
5: thing, though, because these bartenders are super intimidating out here. I just inhale. I go, <gasps>
3: well, and then eventually can I they please, look at me. Can I
4: please get... I always phrase it like that when I'm asking for water, because I'm not giving them any money. I'm probably not even going to tip them for a water. Right? Maybe I'm a bad person. I don't know. But I always say, can I trouble you for some water? Because I know it's like an annoying thing, and they're not going to make any money off it. If I'm ordering an actual drink, I say... Please, sir, I want a gin and tonic. <laughs> <laughs> you bloody bleeding.
3: My father died <laughs> of consumption. <laughs> and I've only got four pence to <laughs> give me some jammy dodgers. I want a curly whirly. <laughs> All my uncles killed themselves <laughs> after the business went buzzed.
4: <gasps> There's a rubbish. <laughs> There's a rubbish. There is a rubbish. <laughs> Your cheese has got off. And you got to chuck it in the bin. <laughs>
3: that was All wrong. Right. That was bad. I, Sorry, this Martha. Is what, this is what I needed to
4: apologize for. Yes. Yay. Um, <laughs> British Martha, I love you so much. I miss you every day. She's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know
5: anyone British.
3: Okay. Yeah. A moment of silence.
4: <laughs>
5: My British, the pe- British people I know are only acquaintances, so I feel weird addressing them. <laughs> mm, I, I understand. <laughs> so we like, can't all be uh,
4: cool enough what? to have a British right. friend. Like a true friend, so not many many like a British British Facebook people. friend. You know, Man. Anyway, let's talk about whether or not the movie passes the Bechtel test. Oh, That's a yes. Guess
5: what it does. It like For sure it super does. does. I feel like it's aggressively proving to you that it does mm-hmm. at every second without saying it, because I don't I think this predates the Bechdel test by, like, a couple of years. I think Possibly. late 90s. Like, I
4: don't know exactly. It well, might be the same. Yeah, I'm not sure when uh, this test was brought Look to our... Up. Yeah, in most scenes, I would say that at least the, the girls are in, they are talking to each other about not a man. In fact, there's a scene where Alan Cumming, who is making the documentary about them, is sort of interviewing them. And he's like, do you have any time for boys and sporty goes boys, doesn't ring a bell. <laughs> and then scary says, uh, with boys you should just be able to wheel them in, and then they're there, and that's it. And then baby says, yeah, and order them like a pizza. And Pasha's like, yeah, I'll have a deep pan, six foot, green eye, parallel fit. Like there, there's an opportunity for them to be talking about men, and they're right. just making fun of it. They're like right. boys, mm, gross. And there's no.
3: Yeah. And like, and, and this sort of factors into like the weird portrayal of motherhood in this movie where they're so happy for their friend, but then they picture motherhood as being kind of gross and unappealing and right. like as a robbery of their independence. And I think that that sort of extends to their attitude towards men of like, they view relationships and men as sort of a way of robbing their independence, which is interesting yeah. for scientific aliens created by a guy <laughs> named Simon. <laughs> it's complicated Which is, well, also yeah. that the bechdel test was first introduced in 85 but right. it wasn't like popularly referenced until maybe early 2000s right, interesting right, right.
4: 85 well wow, that that was that was 30 years yeah or
5: more ago yeah if you haven't read it Dikes to watch out for it's very good so comic funny. and they're they are collected and you should read them but yeah oh my god it's just like so filtered through the male gaze at there's so many opportunities that they create to talk about it. And instead, it's just, like, they talk about looks again, you Mm -hmm. know? They don't really talk about, like, the system itself. So it's frustrating. It's like, yeah, it's a lot of girls just being girls, and there's fluffy fun happening. But there's a lot of, like, real stuff that they could talk about that they're ignoring. So as an adult, it's very unsatisfying.
4: Right, (laughs) It's very, (laughs) like, watered-down, quote-unquote, feminism.
5: Absolutely.
3: Like, the most watered-down It could be very sexy like yeah and there's that scene where i think it's posh is like i had a i had a nightmare that i had a head but there was no makeup on it and everyone's like Mm. (laughs) disgusting (laughs) like yeah and that hurt my i i like legitimately felt bad
4: when i went i was like oh no (laughs) i should go buy a lip gloss (laughs) (laughs) don't fall into their trap That's what they want you to do. Here's the thing. I bought a lip gloss.
5: Oh, no, you bought a lip gloss. Sorry. It was
3: a wet and wild. It was was only like $1.50. Oh, that's okay.
4: It was a wet and wild, guys. False alarm. It was a
3: wet and wild.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, That's my nickname for my
3: vagina. (laughs) Mine's still the (laughs) Sandlot. Mine, I was going to say in our Sandlot episode, uh, was the cave from Aladdin. Oh, that's great. The the Cave Cave of wonder. Don't touch anything. (laughs) It'll collapse. (laughs) And then you'll be trapped inside and you'll have to wish your way out.
4: (laughs) That's exactly how it works. Do you have a genie living in your uterus? Because that one.
3: Yeah, but it doesn't work for me. It works for whoever's trapped in there. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But at the end, you have to wish him free. Yeah. And then I climax. (laughs) 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 When you wish the genie free. Only then. Can I come?
5: <laughs> it's a true act of altruism. It, I got to write that down before I kill myself.
3: <laughs> oh, man. Aristotle is and crying. We broke, <laughs> we broke him this time. <laughs> oh my God. Anyway, yeah. Right. The, the Game movie of passes wonders. the, <laughs> the test. Again,
4: the, you know, they're talking to each other oftentimes about fashion or right. horoscopes.
5: Or other not important things. Um, Yeah, there's no grade level here. It's pass fail because it's like a D, like honestly, Uh, but pass fail. So it passes. Hey, speaking of
4: grades, we rate the movie based on its portrayal of the women in the movie. We have a nipple scale, zero to five nipples. Mm -hmm. We can describe those nipples if we so choose.
5: I'm really thinking about this. Um, I think I'm going to give it like a two and a half nipples.
4: Mm-hmm. Ooh, okay,
5: yeah. For a moment, I thought three, but that's like a little too high. The movie doesn't make sense. Let's be honest, right? But like, what? Okay, so like, one of them is like a little baby nipple, like,
3: like really baby like pink, spice? yeah. Baby like yeah. nipple.
5: It's like a very like it's like the size of a quarter, and it's really pink. And then the other is like like a classic nipple, like a little brown protrudes a little bit mm. yeah and then the half the half nipple is like one with a really like large areola
4: mm, good 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 yeah
3: I'll, I'll give it two and a half as well i think yeah it's uh i wouldn't even say that this movie's heart is in the right place because i don't think no. that it has a heart No, it has it it no did, heart. nor is it in the right place <laughs> <Mm-mm>. um <laughs> But I, you know, I, I think it made little girls feel good, even when they didn't realize it was probably hurting them a little bit. Right. So it's a it's a tricky gray area where it's like, I'm never going to discredit like go power Like, that's a great phrase. Right. <laughs> but also when you're being peddled merch the right. whole time, it's like, well, that said, the movie has been forgotten and doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so at the end of the day, who you know? Who am I? I am just a cyborg created by a man named Simon.
5: <laughs> so
3: I don't really know what I'm saying at all. You are but a hologram. I am a hologram. You are created, but a hologram. I'm a hologram created Can you to Can I like,
4: trouble you for some some?
3: Never mind. Please
4: buy, please buy my soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna give it. Mm. I guess two nipples. All two
3: and a half of my nipples are Alan Cummings.
4: Oh, oh okay. That's good. You know Alan Cummings has like... An extra. A, an extra half In his nipple. pocket.
3: <laughs> it's in my pocket.
4: Yeah, I would give it two nipples. Although, a thing I wanted to say that I did not before is that oftentimes in a comedy movie, a lot of the funny lines are being delivered by not women. Right. So I like that the women in this movie have a bunch of funny scenes and lines and jokes. Excellent yeah, point. I agree. Even I, if they didn't write them themselves. Right. Who knows who wrote They were trusted
5: to deliver a
4: joke the and that's important. The movie was written by a woman named Kim Fuller.
3: Cool. And plus 200 other people. Right. <laughs> Who've received three cents in royalties every time the movie (laughs) airs on Freeform which is the illegal stream that I found was something that had been aired on Freeform so shout out to my Freeform heads out there. Uh, I've never watched Freeform Right. (laughs) You can take this part out. This is bad. This is bad networking. I'm a, I'm gonna get blackballed in uh, the yeah. industry. I'll, it was I'll sandwiched it
5: between it. like Ashley and Mary Kate movies.
3: <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to start freeform beef. <laughs>
5: right, I'll, I'll I can't afford it. more
3: beef in my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Albert probably has all the beef I need. <laughs> <laughs> That's a thick slab of beef. I don't have any more room. All right, good, good, good. In my um, beef, in locker. beef locker. Beef <laughs> locker. <laughs> That's where I keep all my conflicts and also my beefy men. <laughs> oh, I need to go, oh. to, go to bed.
4: <laughs> yeah, I, two nipples, I'll give it. Again, any mention of like feminism or, and girl power and stuff like that is very watered down it's not really substantiated by anything even so it's a it's a fun movie um it like we said doesn't make any sense. I don't really mind that right. um, yeah. even though I do have a master's degree in screenwriting, which I hate to bring up but um it does <laughs> oh. uh, <laughs> it uh it's still it's a it's a fun watch I'd recommend it if you just want, like, some kind of mindless fun. That and, again, Josie and the Pussycats. Love that movie. I have to rewatch that. Um, I like Josie a lot. That's a really good movie. The Nipples Belong to that, oh, that oh, that's a good
3: one <laughs> yes I'm stealing it meatloaf okay. snips <laughs> meatloaf <Love, love>, snips <laughs> at the Bexel cast rally this is what we've Jamie's tent. got her
5: beef you've got to have your beef yeah. too no you're one... gonna get your beef yeah. the- girl get girl, all power, power. <laughs> 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 so no one has ever specified whether meatloaf's made of beef or like uh, some other meat oh.
3: processed yeah I feel like he's a combo of well, he's like I'm a like bunch of so old ham sandwiches put in a blender
4: (laughs) (laughs) oh man that's disgusting that's
3: a really good album
5: it is a good album me and my dad
3: used to listen to it in the car there's a song about making out at the movies and then my dad and i would make out.
5: (laughs) bonding you
3: and mike
4: i like that mike's her lemonade (laughs) i like that meatloaf in the movie says i would do anything for those girls but i won't do that Talking about it. fixing the bathrooms. Oh, I love
3: when perfect. meatloaf did not sets not boundaries. Me too. <laughs> it's so
4: healthy. It's nice. I did not know that that was meatloaf until I was watching the credits. And it was like, <gasps> Meatloaf as Benny, the bus driver, or right whatever. When he's normal looking, you meatloaf can't. Meatloaf is tell. such a
3: talented act. Like, I know that that sounds like a hilarious joke, but he's really good in rocky horror. He's, right. He does his best with what he's given in Spice World, and he's really good in Fight Club meatloaf is a great actor right i don't remember him being in it he's in the
5: support group he's like the bigger he's the beefcake (sighs) oh my god i also he brings the beef in fight club he should have been in the wrestler he should have been one of the like down and out wrestlers in that yeah
3: yeah. mickey Rourke didn't deserve a comeback give meatloaf (sighs) the comeback Revisionist history.
5: If, if he had gotten into the wrestler, that could have been like a whole resurgence. He wouldn't have had to be on the Celebrity Apprentice. I it would have to, been nice.
3: I need to find him. I could fix him. <laughs> <laughs> I could <laughs> fix Meatloaf.
5: All
0: the right
3: spinoff Look, podcast. Where's he at? Let me add him. <laughs> Missing Meatloaf. <laughs> my new, <Missing> my meatloaf. <laughs> my new <laughs> podcast. Where'd, he's old. Oh, it might be too late to fix him. <laughs> <laughs> he's 69. Oh, shit. Hey, perfect age it's true he's it, way older than i thought i thought that was like
4: te- i was 10 years off i know i was like he's the horny age baby mm. <laughs> hey amanda where can people find you oh, hey. online hey,
5: caitlin <laughs> i forgot we were doing a podcast um, <laughs> i think we all did <laughs> yeah okay great <laughs> i had these totems and everything i'm looking at these dolls <laughs> i'm forgetting where I am Leo Uh, are are one of these like your inception where's your spinning top yeah this is I'm spinning my sporty spice still new in box still in package oh no is it gonna tip over or not oh Oh, no
3: (laughs) and then Juno's in it too yeah right and then Black, <laughs> just credits. We don't see whether it God, lands or not. What a film. Just yeah. kidding. <laughs> it's fine. Uh,
5: you can find me <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> um, I, I'm at Amandonium on Twitter. You can follow my all-comedy book publishing company, The Devastator, at Devastator Press. It's On great. all the social medias. And uh, my book, We Don't Think You're Racist, Soothing Affirmations from People of Color, is available everywhere books are sold. And it's actually turning one years old, like, this week. <gasps> Congratulations. Yeah. Wow. Baby, bouncing baby book is Time one year old. Flies. I know. Your book's growing teeth now. It has little <laughs> baby teeth. <laughs> I'm going to buy it. Yay. It's
4: it's, it's a it's good one. It's
5: a good one. Cool. You can get it uh, on Amazon. You can get it on DevastatorPress.com. And you can get it just anywhere books are sold.
4: Perfect. That's good. Cool. Yeah. Hey, uh, Jamie, what do you want to plug? Anything? I'd like to plug... I'm working on a project right now, and it's like I
3: still can't really talk about it that much, but it mm. is in relation to Meat Love's comeback. So,
5: <laughs> I'm also involved in this.
3: I can't... Li- yeah, we are all very... And like Aristotle's kind of in charge of it, but <laughs> anyways... You know, as we know, Bat Out of Hell, Bat Out of Hell 2, Back to Hell, which (laughs) which is also an album. And also, apparently, Bat Out of Hell 3, The Monster is Loose. So, right now, we're working on Bat Out of Hell 4, (laughs) Back to, Back into Hell. We're we're calling back to Bat Out of Hell 2 because that was our favorite Bat Out of Hell. What if it's
4: uh, there (laughs) and back again? A Back to Hell story. A
3: Back to Hell story of the Bat Out of Hell. (laughs) Right. And we're doing, in time for meatloafs. 70th birthday this year we're gonna we're gonna do a rush order and then i'm gonna write him an indie sleeper um that people won't see but when he dies they'll be like hey that was pretty good yeah
5: i'm also pr- i'm producing the motion comic that ties into the movie hmm. anyway
4: um, <laughs> I... <laughs> if you want to follow me old caitlin here oh caitlin okay Caitlin here <laughs> you can follow me at caitlin durante Okay. <laughs> um. Hey. Also, if you're on the Los Angeles area, you can come to my monthly live show called Luck of the Draw at Nerdmelt first first Friday of the month. Also, we just want to thank you so much for being here. It's been a blast. Yay! So much what fun. a fun episode. I had a man. lot of fun
3: here, you guys. This was one of our wilder episodes. Yeah. <laughs> I love when we just get loose and celebrate girl power. Girl
4: power. Girl power. Girl power. Sorry, I, I messed up the inflection. We all have done a very bad job
5: (laughs) during the British accent. At the end of this podcast, we're all going to go out and shop for a lip shaped couch and we're going to sit on it together and talk about astrology. I'm going to get a swing to put in my bus.
4: I love on the on the doors to their bus it said max capacity five girls. Oh I I loved mm, that so joke. Great. Oh I'm my so god. Good. It's
3: very oh do you think that um Aristotle will get a presidential medal of honor someday for sitting in a room for with for us for so long? Yes.
4: <laughs> yes. I yeah. think I think he's gonna get like a purple heart too, just because like it's the like emotional damage that <laughs> yeah. we're inflicting upon him is It's yeah. like he's, combat. It's injuring him. If not worse. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, it's been great. It's been a uh, groovy, baby. That was Austin Powers. Same <laughs> oh, oh, Behave. behave. <laughs> Until next time.
3: Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye now. Bye. Bye Goodbye. now. Bye. Bye. Could I trouble you for some water?
0: <laughs> if you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick